It's all about finding the calm in the chaos. Donna Karen. Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. Hey there, today's episode, I'm talking about how to calm your ADHD mind, but it's not only about ADHD. What I'm going to review today and the tips I'm going to offer you actually works for each and every one of us, works for everyone, anytime. It's just basically how you can calm yourself down, your racing mind, regardless of how your body's feeling. So let's get started. And when I talk about ADHD, yes, this is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It can come with hyperactivity without it combined, so forth. And while I'm not going to really focus on the clinical aspects of it, I do want to briefly just mention what's happening in the ADHD mind. And we're talking about your nervous system, your internally hyperactive nervous system. I mean, there's so much controversy on ADHD but we know that if you're experiencing it or that someone near you is struggling with some of these symptoms, we're talking about inattention and impulsivity and hyperactivity and just inconsistent attention. We know how difficult it is to calm down when you're in that state of frenzy. And it's not because you can't pay attention to things. It's because you're paying attention to everything. So it's not a shortage of attention. It's just inconsistent attention. And if you have had this um, experience within your body, you know that it's not always like that. Sometimes you can actually get in the zone when things catch your interest. And definitely you take deep dives and you can focus and be super enthralled in whatever you're doing for a while until that novelty wears off. So part of what happens when you're dealing with this within your own body is that sometimes you just really need to chill out, calm down, feel peace. And it's hard to do that because you feel like you're going really fast all the time. I'm going to talk to you about ways that you can do that. But before we go to that segment, I think it's worth talking about what's happening in your brain. And I'm talking about um, different parts of your brain right now. Let's think of the prefrontal cortex, which is the region in your brain that has to do with planning, organizing, and attention. Also, some emotional reactions. And, you know, there's a lot of chemicals in your brain that are being conveyed and moved back and forth. And if you think of it as a network, a group of cells, you know, this forms a communication network. So there's these chemicals that transmit signals from one cell to another. They're called neurotransmitters. They act as messengers. And they float around and they attach to other nerve cells, other neurons. We're talking about dopamine, norepinephrine, noadrenaline, serotonin, GABA. There's a bunch of them. And either there's too little of them or there's not enough receptors to pick them up or they're not hanging out long enough between the synapses. And that's when things get a little haywire. So 
Some people try to use some ADHD meds, usually stimulants or non-stimulants, that affect these chemical messengers. They either uh, block the dopamine transporter, so it kind of slows it down and it has more time to act on those cells, or they affect these neurotransmitters in any other way. And while that works for most people, the story doesn't end there. Because while that can help you with your focus and your attention, it may not help with other aspects such as feeling grounded and feeling peaceful and more in control of yourself. Because remember, we're talking about your sympathetic and your parasympathetic nervous system. It's how we all do the world. And sometimes you have a hard time regulating that. So I want to give you a different strategy of what you can do when you're struggling in trying to slow everything down and kind of um, relax. And I'm going to say that these strategies, they work for kids, they work for adults. And I think that one of the biggest um, things that people struggle with when they're trying to find ways to modulate, you know, their life, their system, their body is how quickly they want to see results and to what extent, right? So I think that that's on a continuum. Everybody's different and you have to allow yourself that whole experience and not try to hurry yourself up because you're adopting a new lifestyle, So I'm going to be talking about mindfulness and uh, how you can incorporate mindfulness as a way to help you just feel more grounded, feel more at peace, take better control of your body. Mindfulness is, I guess it starts with attention. It's a stillness. It's becoming aware of your thoughts, of your emotions, of your behavior. By practicing mindfulness, you are actually focusing on the present. And when you do so, I suggest you have an open, an attitude for openness, for curiosity, and for acceptance. You notice your thoughts. It's okay to have thoughts. You let them in and then you just let them go. And when you're mindful, you're actually focusing on something, paying more attention to it. One way that you can start a mindfulness practice is with your breath. It focuses your attention to an object. In this case, the object is a breath. And when you do breath work, basically you're really noticing your breath. And no matter where your mind goes, you return to the breath, which helps you improve your attention. It helps you activate your parasympathetic nervous system so that you can slow down and focus your heart rate will slow down, your blood pressure will lower. So all these things, you know, with mindfulness, with meditation, they help these chemical responses that are happening in your body by creating a calming effect. So when you work with your breath, you want to pay attention to where your breath is moving in your body and where it is becoming stuck. I think that most people can learn how to breathe properly to elicit this effect pretty quickly. The downfall becomes is how often they practice and the results that they get if they stop doing it. So I say that it's better to incorporate a breathwork practice on a daily, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes five minutes, if that's all you've got and that's all you can sustain initially, but to do it daily and do it for three months, four months, every day, 
and notice if there's a difference. So when you work with your breath, first thing that you should know is that there are many different types of breathing techniques. A simple one that I like is using your diaphragm. So this is where you inhale through your nose and you allow your diaphragm, not your chest, to actually inflate. Your diaphragm is above your stomach. Normally when people breathe, especially when you're holding on to a lot of stress, you're breathing shallow, you're breathing from your chest. So this is a deeper breath. This is a conscious breath from your diaphragm as your belly rises. And when you do this, I want you to notice the temperature and the moisture in your breath. I want you to feel your lungs expand as you breathe in. And then when you exhale, you'll notice your belly going down, deflating into your body. And when you do breath work, one of the most important parts is actually the exhale. We want you to inhale deeply and feel the breath. Feel where you're holding on to stress, where it's not flowing, where it's not moving. But the exhale, you want to do it slowly and for a longer period of time. So for example, if you're inhaling for a count of four, you may want to hold it for six or seven seconds and then exhale it slowly for seven or eight seconds. And you can do this a few times, a few minutes of a day, and it gets easier and easier to do that without judging, without noticing if you're you know, doing it right, wrong, just feeling the breath moving in through your body. When you do this and you're in a state of frenzy or your thoughts are all going crazy, you're actually redirecting and training your body, your brain, your thoughts to get more grounded because you're focusing on your breath and you're just allowing these thoughts, these sensations to kind of just move through you as if it's a cloud, just going through your body and then just leaving. Breath work is one of those things that you can practice with your kids, no matter how young they are. Sometimes it's good to um, tell them to pretend to blow out candles as they're learning, right? Or, or like inhale the scent of a flower and then exhale as if you're blowing out candles, make it a game with them. That's one of the best things that you can teach your kids, especially if they're struggling with ADHD, okay, and on how to have a whole lifetime of uh, learning how to ground themselves, regardless of what the world is doing. And as adults, we can do this everywhere. I mean, you do it when you're driving, when you're in the supermarket checkout line, at home, when you wake up, when you go to sleep, it's just important to develop the practice. Mindfulness comes in many, many ways. I'm going to share with you another type of meditative mindfulness practice that's easy to use, and that is using a candle. And that's basically focusing on the flame. When you put your eyes, your vision, you notice the flame of the candle, how it's rising, how it's lowering, the color, the size. And you can imagine you're breathing in the light of the candle in and out of your body and just hold your attention to your flame of the candle. So again, some people will find this easy. Some people might find this harder, but regardless of what you're doing, the point is you got to develop a practice, a consistent practice of training your brain to filter out all this noise so that you can ground yourself. Part of having this experience is 
you start getting to know yourself better. You start feeling better. And it's at a different level than what you would, let's say, if you're in therapy and you're talking about it. This is a deeper connection, more with ease, that somehow increases your awareness. It allows you to feel and expand and to think and to just relate to yourself, your body, the world, the universe a lot better. And it's such a simple practice. I do believe that part of being able to ground yourself and calming your brain has to use all of your senses. And because of that, I often encourage you to do these practices sometimes outside. You can do your breathing exercises, your meditation, your focus with a flower, with a tree, with something outdoors. You can just sit there in stillness and smell the outdoors, the rain, the sun. You can feel the warmth on your skin. I love the practice of grounding yourself, literally grounding yourself, using the earth, taking off your shoes and just connecting with the earth, with the grass as you do these breaths, stretching, light exercise, holding poses, all of it works. So I want you to know that your mind is always going to continuously think And it could speed up, it could slow down, it could believe things that are not true. I think you've heard me talk about that in other episodes before, but you always have the ability to make that intervention and use what you have, which is free, your breath, okay, your surroundings to actually get yourself back into balance and slow yourself down so that you can feel a deep-seated peace within you. It doesn't cost a thing. All you need to do is develop the practice. Commit to doing this on a daily. I think that, you know, there's so many things that we can do that obviously we don't because life goes on and things get in your way and you get interrupted. But when you make it a priority and you stick to it, you're going to see the difference. You're going to notice. So I hope that this episode was useful for you, that you can start incorporating some of these practices, knowing that, yes, there's chemical stuff going on in your body and that's okay. You can still get some of the feel-good effects by practicing, connecting with yourself, your breath, your being, and just learning to let go and release and not use the force of trying to control. Okay. It's quite opposite. It's actually going inwards. All right, my friends, until next week, next episode, think well and be well. Catch you soon. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts. 